DTS84, we finally got our roadmap. A big spring update, a new expansion this fall, and Destiny 2 next year. All that and more coming up. You're listening to Destiny the Soul. Welcome, Guardians. What up, everybody? It's BBK Dragoon. Boy, do we have a full show. Diddy, my awesome co-host, is here. How was your week? Very good, and you may now call me Nostra, Nostra Diddy. Nostra Diddy, because <laughs> your predictions are almighty. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But my week was good. Um, uh, what did I do? Uh, Crimson Doubles, yeah, of course. Um, I got mm-hmm. some clips recorded. I got about eight or nine crimson doubles gameplays that i'm gonna be uploading because i'm of the mindset yeah let's just upload raw gameplay i'll do some commentary maybe just talk about random crap but uh i like to showcase all of my games even if it if he i've gone like i think four and ten in one of them so expect to see that on the youtube sphere um, did you get a ghost that, shell i did get a ghost shell I got the cute. I got the sugary ghost shell, uh, yeah. like my fourth game. Hmm. It was like two sixty four light or defense mm. or whatever, and it's it's because all of my games I'm using a year one no land beyond, so it drops yeah. my light level significantly. <laughs> and I was wearing the traveler mask when I was when I got it. Yeah, so, I saw it in the videos. <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh. Um, I was at like 250 light when that dropped, so uh, expected. But I did get one, but I got the seven games uh, under my belt, so I am getting a 320 ghost. Yeah, so if you guys didn't know, play seven games of Crimson Doubles before that playlist leaves, and you are guaranteed a 320 ghost once the event concludes. Pretty cool deal that Bungie put together. Sure enough, the subreddit found a reason <laughs> to get salty about it, saying this is the first guaranteed 320 ghost and they're forcing us to PvP to get it. Way to go, Bungie. Way to go, subreddit. You guys never <laughs> cease to amaze me. Wants better rewards? Gets better rewards. Angry about better rewards. It doesn't follow suit. <laughs> I played a bunch of Halo 5 this week. I played minimal amounts of doubles, and we're going to talk about that when we hop into the news. Really enjoying the sun. It's starting to come out more, which is something... I like more and more the older I get, the less I'm enjoying cold weather. So bring on spring and bring on summer. Are you guys out of the 30s yet? Wait, we were in mid-50s, so it was pretty rad. Ooh, Other than, nice. than that, though, man, nothing going on here. So why don't we talk about all things Destiny? So much news this week. News! First up, Destiny Mega Blocks. Hype, hype, hype. You ready, Diddy? Oh yeah, let's do it. Oh my gosh, I'm so pumped. I'm absolutely going to be buying some of these. So, launching sometime in 2016, Megablox is jumping into the fray. They drop at the front of the press release something here that I find kind of cool. It's the number one PS4 game of all time and has earned over 300 awards and nominations. I didn't know it was the number one PS4 game. Did you? I kind of expected it. Uh, PS4 hasn't really had any huge hits. You know, Bloodborne. Oh, Bloodborne, yeah. But, but Bloodborne is more niche, I know, for sure. Yeah, I, I would say Destiny is a more casual and mm-hmm. wider-reaching game. 
Well, the pictures they show of the sets um, that they're revealing now is the initial ship that you get. Your, like, first ship in the game. Looks pretty cool. And then they've got a dude on a sparrow doing a trick, and it's not the ugly freaking tumbler sparrow. It's a red and black one. That's awesome. It's awesome. It's so awesome. That's a warlock, too. They've got <laughs> characters. What gun is that warlock using? It looks like a blue thorn. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. And then look at the picture up at the top, dude. I think that dude's got yeah what was the shotgun from fog called i used it a bunch found this found right there we go yep and then you've got a dude using a thunder lord a titan there oh i'm i'm pumped i'm so pumped about this <laughs> that's not our giant piece of news uh crimson doubles came out this last week i want to talk about it with you because the special ammo changes paired with crimson doubles created a uh, mixed experience i want to hear about yours first and then i'll i'll give my two cents how was your time with crimson doubles what did you think of the game type and the rewards um well i have i have two opinions um and so my positive opinion first i really enjoyed the games that i played um shout out to 8-bit nacho one of the pineapple boys uh, we just i we he joined me and he, i said i hope you don't like winning because I'm going to be using No Land Beyond and a sidearm. And he's like, I just lost seven games in a row, so let's just do whatever we want. Uh, mm -hmm. And we had tons of fun just messing around. Like, we played so many people, icebreakers, thorns, just last word, trying super hard. And mm -hmm. we won some rounds against those teams. And it's just like, yeah, we're just screwing around and we're having a lot of fun. And you're probably like, oh my God, he just killed me again. And it's just like, no, I had a lot of fun. Um, I don't really like Elimination in Destiny. I'm a huge fan of Elimination game types, but I just don't think Destiny is uh, well-suited for it, um, mm -hmm. especially doubles. Oh, my gosh. So doubles Elimination rounds are so quick, or they can yeah. be so long, and it's just like it's really boring because, yeah, I, I don't like all the chaos of 6v6, but... 2v2 elimination is just a little too slow for me. It's a little bit too campy, um, hmm. I found. Yeah. Uh, so uh, not really a fan of the game type, but I definitely had a lot of fun with Crimson, Crimson Doubles this last week. Reward-wise, you got the ghost shell. Did you get a shader? Uh, if you completed your matches, you should have gotten the emblem from Shax. I did get the emblem. I didn't get any shaders, though. I hear they're pretty rare. So some of the complaints I was hearing on Twitter is the ghost shells, some people didn't get them for like 100 games. Some people didn't get shaders who had played like 150 games, whatever <laughs> the, the drop rate was. That came out of it. Can you explain that? So uh, there are some maps that you can jump off and mm -hmm. kill yourself, right? Um, Cauldron, and ghosts, right? yeah, rewards will still drop on... Uh, as as long as the game ends so as soon as you spawn in you just jump off the map and force uh five rounds hmm. uh, give, you just give the enemy team the win yeah. and you farm that ghost shell people were doing that for wow. hours and hours like people were streaming suicide farming for these crimson oh. ghost shells and it was just like man the things people resort to just to get a piece of gear in destiny and i i don't know who it was uh, i do know but i'm not going to say his name he was asked why are you doing this and he's like because it looks awesome and so it's like yeah it's desirable loot but it's not really a healthy how do you think <laughs> bungie might step in and slap some people on the wrist for this behavior i would 
say so. I wouldn't necessarily say it's a bannable offense. It's, it's kind of like, well, let's not do that. I, I think they did mention, um, yeah, you're going to get um, a guaranteed 320 ghost drop. Uh, but I think they also mentioned that if we notice that you did a suicide pact, um, we might not grant you one uh, somewhere. Hmm. Don't quote me on that. It's totally unconfirmed. Rumor. I think Rumor I, mill. I think I read that. And it's not a prediction. <laughs> so there we go. Well, keep my two cents. Okay, I'm going to be the opposite of you. I really didn't enjoy my time in Crimson Doubles. And it's not the fault of Crimson Doubles, and it's not the fault of the event. I think it was a charming little event. Tower looked nice. It was a cool game type. The buff didn't change things too much, but it was just enough to make it a fun little experience. But what it did expose to me was problems with the special ammo changes. So if you're not up to date, last week, Bungie on Tuesday with the patch deployed a change in 3v3 playlists where special ammo does not spawn at the beginning of the game in your weapon. You have to actually go out, wait for the first set of crates to spawn, which spawned in, what, 45 seconds in the, in the match? Maybe a little bit less than that? I think it's a minute and a half. Okay. Maybe? Anyway, you, you have to grab special ammo some point in the beginning of the match if you want to fill it up. And their initiative in doing this, get more primary usage. On paper, I thought this is a phenomenal idea. We talked about it last week. We've been wanting a change like this. But what it exposed was every single match I played was against people using Icebreaker. Every single <laughs> one in Crimson Doubles. Why? Because Icebreaker and Invective are two weapons that generate their own special ammo. You don't have to pick up ammo for them. They generate special ammo on their own over time. And the thing is, if you have a sniper rifle at the beginning of a match and you know no the opponents do not, well, no land beyond's a little bit different because <laughs> of the scope situation, but we can talk about that in a minute. <laughs> if you're a half-decent sniper and on some of these maps, you have a very easy first-round victory. Very easy first-round victory. And it's frustrating to me because Icebreaker completely circumvents one of the game's mechanics. Now, it's in the game, it's fair use. If you want to be that kind of player and you care about winning that much that you use the icebreaker, go for it. I'm not, I'm not, you know, condemning anybody for wanting to win and using the tools that are available within the game to win. But Bungie, please take a look at the icebreaker and invective. It's so frustrating oh, spawning into a match, dude. And like, you know the Mars map, the outdoor Mars map? I can't remember its name. Uh... Black Shield? Not that one. It's another oh, one. It, okay. <laughs> it, I think it came with the Taken King. I've barely played it, but it's got two long lines of sight right off the start that, you know, five seconds of running, you can see the enemy spawn. So if you have an icebreaker, it is just like ping, ping, done, donezo. And it was just so scummy, man. I, I'm sorry. If, if you cared about winning that much, that's fine. I'm not going to do that. I like the ideas of having to earn special ammo throughout the match and not spawning with it in your, your gun right away. So I'm not going to pull the icebreaker out. It just so, was very frustrating, man. So here's the thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. The whole last week, I made a promise on Twitter and I actually stuck to it. All of my Crimson Doubles games were with the loadout No Land Beyond and the sidearm. And mm -hmm. sidearms spawn with special ammo at the very what? beginning of a match. Yeah. 
sidearms are not affected by the special ammo changes. So I had two That's weapons weird. Uh, in my first couple rounds. I didn't have to pick up special ammo because I had it at the start. And I'm pretty sure if I had switched to a different weapon because I had special ammo, if I you was if I switched while it? dead, I would have mm-hmm. like a full round of sniper rifle ammo uh, hmm. or shotgun ammo if I had switched. And I can't believe I just said that because now people are going to use it in the Crucible because, as we know, literally everybody who plays Destiny listens to Destiny the show. Um, so <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't flatter ourselves. But <laughs> I think that's true. So uh, if I'm wrong, let me know. But sidearms are actually really good. And uh, they, it was a lot of fun to use. So use more sidearms, please. We had folks using the Queensbreaker uh, bow because it counts as a fusion rifle and so you get like whatever four six shots in the chamber i can't remember what it is but you have like 20 some odd shots left in reserve off of one pickup and so there's just a lot of trying to get around the no special ammo at the start of the match and that frustrated me the second frustration i had is it's a reminder of how stinking good thorn is and (laughs) i'm sorry the December uh, buff to hand cannons giving that initial accuracy bonus made a bigger difference than what it looked like on paper because in my mind, Thorn is darn close to that year one level of power. Now, it's not quite there, and we have other options available to us, which is nice, but man, there was a lot of Thorn, dude. So yeah. much Thorn in my matches. I think at this point the only nerf they need to do to thorn right now is lower the rate of fire if it didn't fire so quick it wouldn't be so frustrating but the fact that it can shoot those three shots needed to kill you so quick it's a it's a little overwhelming at some time so and i did encounter i think one team both of them were using thorn and man if they hit If both of them hit me, you know, two, three times, I was literally dead because that's all it takes. And it was, it was frustrating. Um, so, uh, I, and I did see a lot more thorn this last week than I have since the Taken King had come out. So I was not pleased at that. I just don't like damage over time primaries because there's only one in the game and it's quite good. (laughs) It would be different if there was another (sighs) balancing primary that offered some other benefit that could be a counterpart, a counter option to the thorn. Anyway, I'm not going to go down that that bridge because we could talk <laughs> about it for too long. My main thing I want to hammer is the special ammo changes are good on paper, but you have things that allow you to circumvent it, like the icebreaker, the queensbreaker bow, maybe doing that method you were talking about where you equip your sidearm and then in the death screen switch to a different weapon. No, don't do that. Just use the sidearm. It's amazing. Sidearms, Sidearms are, are overpowered, cool. guys. Take my word for it. Very fun. Very fun if you're in the right situations. My other frustration with Crimson Doubles, skill-based matchmaking instead of the connection-based matchmaking. Now, this is obviously not confirmed, but the rumor was going around Twitter with many of the big-time youtube Twitch, streamy people for Destiny that Crimson Doubles was skill-based matchmaking. The guy I play with, I'm really good friends with Sassy. He's a great Australian player, but he's one of those like top 1-2% PvP players. So when we'd queue up, we would search six, seven minutes for a match, 
and then we'd load in and it'd be against people who have like 110 plus days of destiny played or in that like top two percent pvp bracket on destiny tracker yeah. and then we'd go back and search for another match and we'd wait another five minutes and we play the same people you know out of seven games i think i played three teams in total so we played multiple people over and over again and I don't know. I just think it's a little bit weird because back in the weekly update this week at Bungie from last week, and I quote here, Crimson Doubles and Clash are also on our short list of playlists to update with better algorithms to sort you with a good clean fight. We'll update you when we update the Crucible. And this comes right after they told us that yesterday we brought Rumble and Control up to speed. Uh, they're basically saying there that Rumble Control and Skirmish were put onto the same matchmaking that Rift was, and that was the connection-based, prioritized matchmaking system. So here we are, Crimson Doubles definitely did not feel like it was on the connection-based matchmaking, which I think for me would have made the event just a little bit more casual, because I'm telling you what, if I would have taken uh, a Valentine who wasn't a PvP uh, <laughs> regular, it would have been even more rough, you know? <laughs> you just got to use the No Land Beyond. I'm telling you, I, it's the I secret. Think, like, just to, to wrap it up, I don't actually have issue with the Crimson Doubles event. I think it's pretty cool. My issue stems mainly from oh, the yeah. balance in PvP, you know? Yeah, and I'm glad you said that because it reminded me of something I wanted to talk about. I think it's it's important to realize the whole year one of Destiny, the community, I don't know, I wouldn't say everybody in the community, but a lot of people in the community were like, we need more holiday events and now we've had um festival of the lost which was the uh, christmas new year's holiday uh, event mm -hmm. and now we've had crimson doubles or crimson days whatever they call it as the valentine's event and they're adding these holidays events and it's being overshadowed by the fact that there's not really any new content being added mm -hmm. on top of yep. it uh, i think uh, i think zero zebra on twitter uh, mentioned this point uh, specifically he said yeah, they're adding these holidays event, but there's no new content to keep us busy in the meantime. Like, yeah, these holiday events are really nice, but it would have been nicer if we had, you know, like a new raid in January or something to keep us uh, tied over until or the next strike. holiday event. Yeah, so okay. the next holiday is St. Patrick's Day. I don't know if they're going to do an event there, maybe. Uh, if there's a March update um, in April or May, I think... That's when we would expect to see the next larger piece of content added. Well, I think that's a good time to hop into the topic to talk about the spring update, the fall expansion, and Destiny 2 in 2017. Salvaged relic data is now decrypted. Not of consequence. Evening, Guardian. Earn your honor, Guardian. Titan survey data requested by Okay, okay. So this last Thursday was the Activision Blizzard financial earnings call where basically it's the talk to our investors, talk to the general business community, talk about our earnings, talk about all sorts of stuff, what's down the pipeline. So it's an earnings call basically. I think Activision is a publicly traded company and I believe our lack of Destiny info is directly tied to this. I think there's a gag order over most of Activision's IPs, and they have to announce things based upon quarterly earning reports and basically not sway market sentiment to where there would be fear of inside trading. Long story short, at that earnings call, we found out that we will be getting a big spring update for Destiny, 
and then we're going to be getting a large expansion later this year and a full Destiny sequel in 2017. So Diddy, why is your name Nostradamus, Diddy Domus, <laughs> Diddy Sauce Moss? So back in January, uh, I think three or four weeks ago, I said uh, on Twitter, I said I would be okay with a large expansion like the Taken King this fall if that means Destiny would be pushed back to uh, uh, 2017, if that means it would make Destiny 2 better. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're turning out another Taken King this fall, whether it's September, November, whenever, and then they're pushing Destiny 2, the actual true sequel to Destiny, um, to 2017. Now, we don't know if that's early 2017 or if it's late 2017, uh, but it is being pushed back at least another, another year guess we'll just have to wait for the Kotaku article to leak it all. Um, yeah, I mean, Kotaku's right at. again. They're right again. <laughs> I mean, I can't complain anymore because Kotaku has been pretty stinking right with their sources. So, <laughs> All right, let's talk about the spring update first. I'm going to quote here from the weekly update. Prior to the holiday break, we mentioned a second, larger updated, slated, update, geez, update slated for spring. That content release will feature a significant light increase a bunch of new gear to earn and equip, and new challenges for PvE players seeking some more fun experiences and replayability. So let's start with the spring update. Timeline projection, I believe April or May. May most likely, but is May getting close enough to summer that April is a safer bet? I think it would be last week of april first mm -hmm. week of may something house along of those wolves lines. was right around the beginning of may what no yeah, may 18th exactly. i think yeah so house of wolves was considered a spring release it wasn't summer i'm pretty sure um mm -hmm. or at least it was and then it got pushed to may whatever whatever so i would expect april may is um, a good a good safe bet for this uh, particular large uh destiny update significant light level increase i am going to throw my hat into the 350 being our new max that's what i think your thoughts <laughs> just throw back to year one 365 oh <laughs> that was the uh what was it called <laughs> ascended value. light level of all the yeah. gear 365 i would say because 320 is it now yeah i've never seen anything above 304 so um <laughs> Yeah, that ghost, uh, yeah. bro. You're going to get that ghost to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> New gear to earn and equip. That's to be expected. Here's the key sentence here that I want to bring out. And new challenges for PvE players. When it says new challenges for PvE <laughs> players, I am reading this. If I know my Deej wordplay, and I feel like Diddy and I have got a good grasp on that, as many of you, if you've read the weekly update over the last few years, New challenge modes. That's what I'm reading it as. I'm not reading this as new PvE content. I think they are going to go back to Crota's End, Vault of Glass, put new gear in them, make challenge modes out of them, and give us a reason to go back and go through those. I do not think this spring update is going to bring new significant PvE content. I think any bit of PvE they finish, they're throwing into the fall expansion. Your thoughts, Diddy? I'm going to have to agree. Yeah, I also said on Twitter this last week, I'm not expecting any PvE content this year until mm -hmm. the large expansion, of course. Yeah. Um, I think revamping the older raids so that they become relevant for new players or, you know, Taken King players, 
but I don't think they're going to bring back the old, the year one Vault of Glass, Crotazan no. gear. I think they're going to um, establish either a, not necessarily a year two version, um, but maybe a new armor set uh, because I, there was that photo going around the internet of Bungie Instagram. Instagramming out uh 2016 with a 318 or 316 light level um kabir titan helmet um from vault of glass well there, there was no light level on it it's just like a drawing of people in the kabir armor it was one of the community creations and was then bungie okay. had written yeah it's just a drawing that it was a community creation thing and My bad. they had written rumors. in the text <laughs> it's fine they'll believe whatever we say dts predictions are always <laughs> right <laughs> Underneath the Instagram for the actual post, like part the text Bunchy wrote said 2016 or something. So it had like 2016 inbound or whatever. Yeah, it's, and I it's think, happening. Yeah, if they if they brought back if they gave year two versions of the um, raid gear, I think it's only going to be the armor set or ghosts remixed or, weapons. I'm sure it'll be I, like remixed type I of weapons, but really don't think so. Uh, especially not the primaries. Fatebringer vault of. Uh, what was well, it like called? a hybrid, like it might have the art style of a VOG weapon, but it certainly won't have the beast oh. power that a, a Vision of Confluence Yeah, it's had. not going to say Fatebringer. It's going to be mm-hmm. the Fatebringer yeah. archetype hand cannon with a different name, like all of the year two weapons right now. They, they look the same, just, yeah. but it just has a different name. Yep. I miss those guns. I miss <laughs> powerful guns. So that's what we think of the spring update. The fall expansion, I think it's going to be September. I don't think it'll be November. November seems really late in the year, but who knows? I think if it what I, I would probably agree with September now that I think about it, because if they want to release Destiny 2, the sequel, in 2017 without any content in between, because they're going to be too busy with the sequel... And they released Destiny 2 earlier in 2017, like March or something. I think September would be more realistic for the Destiny expansion. You want to know how you win E3 this year, which is in June? You show off this fall expansion, and then after that, you show a teaser, a slight just tease of Destiny 2 with some gameplay in there to get everybody hype. The only tease would be like Forge, you know? That's how we would know it would be uh, Destiny 2 because... I want to see the gameplay. I want to see what the engine's going to look like <laughs> pushed forward, you know? It's going to go back to 2D style, actually. It's a it's a turn-based shooter now, <laughs> guys. <laughs> An adventure role-playing game. I hope you like Final Fantasy because that's what Destiny 2 is going to be. Totally. I would be but all seriously, over that's how the, you win <laughs> E3 if you do that. And then at PlayStation Experience in December, you actually show off more Destiny 2 stuff because... Okay, what we think is going to be in the expansion this fall, well, I'm going to go off Kotaku, because doggone it, they've been right thus far, and I should just believe Kotaku more than I believe Bungie at this point, I guess. (laughs) Europa, which was the moon, they have cut content there, the Mars raid, which was slated to be in the original game, and Mercury. I think we're going to get our story elements of Osiris, if you've been to the lighthouse, you know that area has more to it. Like the first time we went to the lighthouse, we're like, they didn't just build this for trials. Yeah, it's like, way too empty. Why is this door cut for off? Just to know? have a chest. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, like what? It was way uh, confusing. What, what what the word be? I can't remember. Whatever. 
Your thoughts what it will be in this fall expansion? I think it's high time for a Cabal raid. Uh, yeah, I would agree with yeah. that. Um, we had Fault of Glass was Vex. Crota's End is Hive. Prison of Elders, not really, but it was Fallen. And now we mm-hmm. have the Taken raid. Um, so I think it would be high time for a Cabal raid. Cabal fighting off the Vex on Europa or something. Because there's that concept art of those gigantic machines buried in the sand. Obviously, that's going to tie into Mars or some type of Mars element. Um, so hopefully that gets into the game because that was really cool concept art. So I would, yeah, I would say Cabal is next. And then our Destiny sequel in 2017. We've speculated about it. I think it'll be a spring release. I think a spring release makes sense, but I have no clue. So Spring or summer, yeah. Um, I would be really surprised if they looked back well it really depends on how destiny does this summer to be honest uh, with uh content coming out consistently um i know we have the spring update coming but between spring and the larger expansion in the fall we don't know what's coming there um so if it's successful if it's more successful than the last three months uh, which is pretty easy to do let's be honest um (laughs) i would say um then year three, oh, that was hard to say, year three of Destiny, I think it would be okay if Destiny 2 launched into the fall if we had really good, really good live additions um, from the live team that Bungie wanted to do for year two. We finally have a roadmap. Uh, this has been a very long stretch of Destiny. We've been doing DTS now for 84 weeks, This has been the longest stretch of time between basically PlayStation Experience and now, where there's been nothing, really been nothing. And I think the Destiny community is going to remember this dry period moving forward. I don't think it's something where, like, hardcore players will ever forget. But at the same time, we finally have something to be excited about, things to talk about. They get to start the media train up again. And you gotta admit, it was nonstop from Destiny release into Dark Below into House of Wolves into Taken King. It was a nice just slew. Every other week we were getting some bitter piece of information. It's going to start again. Like as we get closer to the spring update, there's going to be more stuff to talk about. When we get closer to E3, there's going to be more to see, more to talk about. I'm excited to finally have a roadmap. The fact that Destiny 2 is confirmed an expansion this fall from a content creator standpoint it makes the attitude so much better because for the last few weeks, months, I don't know, it's just not been the easiest climate to be outspoken about enjoying Destiny, which you and I both really enjoy the gameplay of Destiny, but the attitude of like the broader scene has been rather negative, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would say so. I do have to thank the listeners of the show because even though news has been dry, we're carrying great listenership great viewership and we're still growing and getting new people Mm -hmm. who are listening to the show on a weekly basis and that's only possible because of you awesome folks it's a lot of fun getting to do this closing thoughts diddy i've had a ton of fun i'm looking forward to it i'm really looking forward to the twitch stream reveals from bungie for the spring content obviously e3 is going to be huge but Specifically from Bungie, I expect those streams again, like we saw with House of Wolves and The Taken King beforehand. Uh, and once those happens, you better believe 
Destiny the Show is going to be doing some stream analysis and breakdowns live on twitch.tv slash Destiny the Show. Hype, 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 hype. <laughs> Where can people find your content? Twitter.com slash Diddy DTS, D-I-T-T-Y-D-T-S, and YouTube.com slash Wooshness, W-O-O-O-S-H-N-E-S-S. Remember to check out our friends over at DestinyTracker.com, the best place to track your stats in the Destiny universe. Go to our website, DestinyTheShow.com, for all the links from today and more. At DestinyTheShow on Twitter, say hello. We'll usually say hello back. Twitch.tv slash DestinyTheShow. You can follow me at BBKDragoon or on YouTube with the same name. Thanks, guys, for listening. Have an excellent week and enjoy the last bits of Crimson Doubles. We'll talk with you next time. (laughs) 